Oh, hi. Welcome in. You're here for the Echoplex Media Broadcast. Oh, great. Me too. Uh, my podcast, the Full Dash Closure Audiobook and Podcast, actually sponsors Echoplex Media. Yeah. We're also on, on podcatchers like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon, uh, you name it. We're, we're on there. Yeah, it's about um, not just the gig economy, but corporate AI and the future of human employment and our economy. Uh, and it's it's really applicable to everybody. I think you'll be fascinated. So check it out. We've actually got uh, 14 episodes up now. So um, yeah, yeah, check that out. Let's uh, let's 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 watch Echoplex Media now. Let's see what Dave's up to. Now broadcasting from deep within your stepmom's basement, it's the Echoplex Podcast. Read into the lyrics, so let the fucking milk quench your thirst. 
everybody, welcome to the Plex. We do the show live every Sunday, 7 p.m. Pacific, right here on Twitch, twitch.tv slash echoplexmedia. Support this project at eplex.store. There's memberships there that operate a lot like Patreon, plus all of our merch is there. If you're a Patreon user, don't want to sign up for something new. I mean, I guess I understand. You can sign up at patreon.com slash echoplex. And uh, other ways to support this project can be found at echoplexmedia.com slash support. And this is, in fact, what the people want. I don't hate the cops. And there's a person inside when the truncheon stops. Oh, don't hate the cops. Oh, when the raiders come, who will protect the shops? Don't hate the cops. They're a sensitive bunch. If you don't stop throwing your rocks, snap, crackle, pop. It's the sound of a taser. Your body drops. Don't hate the cops. Oh, don't hate the cops. Don't hate the cops. Like your local police Cause they don't do nothing wrong Like your local police Got rid of the corruption And the racism is gone They've been keeping the peace Keeping homeless folks out of the parks and malls Got a cure for your social disease Follow the law, don't hate the cops Follow the law, don't hate the cops Judge Judy on this show, but that's what we're going to do to start off the news. If this is in fact the news, so there was a little background here, just real quick. There was a road rage incident, um, and the victim of the road rage incident called the police. And now the perpetrator of the road rage rage incident has decided to take the victim of the road rage incident onto Judge Judy and try to sue the victim. So let's didn't didn't go great, didn't go great for the uh, for the perpetrator. <laughs> You can imagine such a thing. Wait, 
why is there no sound? Oh. Well, it's live radio, everyone. Let's try this again. You, the police show up at your door. That is correct. And they have a conversation with you about a report. Yes, they that did. Someone has, in your area, has complained that there were shots fired by you out of your truck during this road rage incident. That's what the statement says. That's what the statement says. And I assume that the police searched the truck. The police searched me. Did they search the truck? I gave the police the authority to search my truck willingly. <laughs> they searched the truck. I is told the them answer. they could. Mr. Parkinson, I know that you think that I'm stupid. I know that you must think that I'm stupid. Did you give the police permission to search your house? The answer is yes or no. No. Of course not. Because in your house, they would have found multiple guns. Correct. In your house, just that's a yes or a no. In your house, they would have found multiple guns. Yes. You keep multiple guns in your house, but don't carry one around for protection in your truck. When did they arrest you? I was arrested on August 2nd. Okay. And? I was told to call the village police department. I promptly called them, and they told me I had a warrant for my arrest. And? I was very shocked. And? And I was charged with felony assault, and I had to pay 1080 to bond and fees to get out of jail. There's two lanes going into the village. There's a left and a right lane. I go left, he goes right. Well, I get in front of him, and then he starts getting behind me, swerving his car back and forth, revving his motor. He is so close. He's probably closest to me and him. I mean, he's not a car length away. He's right up on my bumper and revving his truck, revving his truck. And I'm going the speed limit. Then I turn, I make a left. He's still right on me, never lets up. It's kind of a tricky area because it's, it's curvy. So when I go around this one S-curve, I hear a pop. And I'm like, oh my God, he just shot at us. And I said, call 911. When I start coming back down again, I look in my passenger mirror. I saw the spark. I saw it. I'll never forget it. And he heard it. We heard, even on the phone call, I think you can possibly hear it. He popped the gun again. And then he's on 911 talking to her and the lady's saying, be calm, be calm. And I'm leaning down in the car. He's trying to tell me to go. He looks like he's going, going on past us. But when he does that, he rolls down the window and you can see him holding a gun in his hand. And he says something I don't hear. I can't understand what he's saying. He's getting the license plate numbers. We thought he kept on going. So, so I, your son got the license number. Yeah, he got the license plate number. He's on the phone with 911 at this time. And that's what was given to the police? Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I got the 911 call here with us today. I would like to hear it. Step back. Can I hear the 911 call, please? Go, 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 go! 
There it is. There it is. Got it. You can stop it. That doesn't sound like a gunshot. Mm-hmm. Your case is dismissed, Mr. Parkinson. Your case is dismissed. I have a counterclaim, so stand where you are. The counterclaim <laughs> is by Ms. Burke for the emotional trauma that she, let's just talk about her, went through as a result of your road rage and shooting your gun at her, which you did. You probably didn't shoot it to hit her or to hit the car because I don't think you're that stupid. Stupid, yes, but I don't think that's stupid. I think you did it to frighten her, just to frighten her. Then I think that you brought the gun that you keep in your truck when you work, maybe on your person, which you probably have a perfectly legal right to do, and you took the gun, you said, just in case something happens, because I did, in fact, shoot my gun in her direction, because I heard it on the 911 call. I better put it in the house. I better put it in the house. So you took the gun and you brought it into the house and then saying, oh, police are here. Oh, well, search my truck. You won't find a gun. Search me. You won't find a gun on me. Don't search my house. And I guarantee you that you didn't say to the policemen when they came, I do have a gun, but it's locked in my house. Show me something where you told the police that you had a gun, but it was in the house. Nothing, because it didn't happen. Based upon that 911 call, the fact that you were involved in a road rage incident with her, tailing her at least three quarters of a mile, right on her tail, causing that 911 call, as far as I'm concerned, that's trauma. My heart would have been racing triple time, because I don't know whether behind me is a lunatic or just a stupid guy who can't control his temper and his wife hasn't been able to beat it out of him <laughs> for the last how many years you're married. Because there's no question he's done that sort of thing before. Maybe not with a gun. Maybe not with a gun. When was the last time, sir, prior to this time that you were arrested? When was the last time prior to this time that you were arrested? Year. 19. Then 19, your age or 2019? 2019. 2019. 2019. 2019. For what? You know, don't think. I know that if I were arrested once, a couple of years ago, I would have remembered what it was. Well, I was arrested for supposed harassment, violation of no contact order, what else? No, don't look at her. I, it's been so many times, I can't remember. What the fuck? You've been arrested multiple times. Yes. Okay, good, nice. You picked them. I don't I see how this pertains. Your how honor. does it pertain I do to your propensity pertain. for violence, sir? This has nothing to do with Propen- violence. No, it does have to do with her counterclaim. $5,000 is what your counterclaim is for. Is that correct? Judgment on the counterclaim for $5,000. Your claim's dismissed. We're done. This court is adjourned. You know, that dude was like, the dude was like, I was arrested for harassment before and for violating a no contact order, like some kind of restraining order. But I don't see how that has anything to do with this. When the fucking thing was he fucking was harassing someone with a with a fucking with a weapon. But this is like what what kind of caught me there was she said, oh, you have a perfect, you know, a perfect legal right uh, to own a gun. Well, if somebody was arrested for harassment and violating a no contact order and they were able to they're able to legally get guns that's bad that's the kind of person who we should not let have guns i'm not you know i don't have strong opinions one way or another on most gun control stuff we don't talk about guns on the show a lot but gun culture is out of control in this country if that motherfucker was allowed to just buy more firearms after after these other incidents like multiple incidents the last one was 
harassment and violating this was someone the court already told him not to contact because that would be a crime and that was probably the person he was harassing I don't know who knows maybe he had maybe he had his gun with him and he just didn't you know didn't see the need to flash the gun at that particular time or whatever that guy's a fucking piece of shit man take that man's guns that's the first my my policy on gun control is we need to take that guy's guns. We can start there. I think I feel like all Americans can agree on this. That motherfucker shouldn't have a gun. Whether or not you or I should have one, I don't know. But that motherfucker shouldn't have a gun. <laughs> what what a massive piece of shit. That I don't know if we'll ever run Judge Judy again on this show, but when I saw that, I was like, "Um, oh, I got to put that on Sunday. Probably got to put it first cuz it doesn't really fit in anywhere else." So um, if everybody remembers this week, uh, Joe Biden tripped over a sandbag on a stage. Don't know what the sandbag was doing on the stage. Yeah, maybe it was windy and it was helping hold down like uh, some kind of piece of equipment or whatever. Um, well, here's somebody on Newsmax being all, oh, Joe Biden needs to have better tactical awareness. Now, we're our commander in chief. We would be better served if we if he was seen walking around with a walker, which is what he essentially needs right now, than falling all over the place like this. I mean, he didn't shuffles when he walks. He's been doing that for a long time. That's part of the problem. He has no situational awareness, and he shouldn't have known that you know there was a sandbag on the stage there. I mean, most of us would see that and step over it, but it's it's all part of his cognitive decline uh, and and the physical manifestations that are that are that are part of him just get, being too old to do the job and. This isn't okay. So this is a guy who hasn't spent a lot of time on a stage. Um, I can't tell you the number of times I've tripped over shit. Like I've tripped over shit in my own studio when I was DJing, because you're like, if you're on stage, you're like thinking about the crowd. You're thinking about how you look, trying to make sure maybe if you're a politician or a public figure that you're not touching your face too much, that you're not making any weird hand gestures. You know, you're trying to, you're thinking about a lot of things. So you're not really worried about is there a sandbag directly in the line that I'm going to be walking when I get off the stage? I think this is a big nothing. People trip and fall over shit all the time. Um, whatever. I just thought it was funny that he's like, oh, he's better. needs better uh, situational awareness, not tactical awareness, situational awareness. Like, what is this, burn notice? I'm like, no, he doesn't need better situational awareness. He fucking tripped and fell over something on a stage. There's musicians that listen to this show, and there's musicians in my Twitch community, and they'll tell you, too, that they've tripped over shit on stages that it just fucking happens it happens to like s-tier performers who have choreography so we're gonna move on to the uh to the budget battle this week that happened and here's that uh, kevin mccarthy telling you well won't uh, you know somebody somebody needs to think about all those all the unemployed children out there that's what's really at stake here in this budget battle down for things we bought that we can return, like COVID money, money to China and others, we're bringing that back. We might have a child that has no job, no dependents, but sitting on a couch. We're going to encourage that person to get a job and have to go to work, which gives them worth and value. We're going to look at other things. We're going to bring back child labor. Stronger. I know he just misspoke, but that's fucking funny. There's a kid that doesn't have anything to do sitting on the couch playing video games. Yo, Kevin McCarthy, that kid's living their best life. If they don't got nothing to do and they just get to sit around and play video games on the couch, kids live in their best life. Leave, leave them kids alone. Here we go. Next we got, uh, we got representative Dan Bishop, uh, just saying the, saying the quiet part out loud about, um, 
why maybe this debt ceiling thing was was being contested in the way that it was by uh, what we would call the grand old party. And what does the device of two years do? It removes the issue from the national conversation during the presidential election to come. How could you more successfully kneecap any Republican president than to take that issue out of his or her hands? That's what's being done. So now let me. Or they're trying to not violate the 14th Amendment full faith and credit clause. That's my take is that people. Enough Republicans and Democrats decided that they didn't want to violate the Constitution by not fucking paying the bills because a lot of people don't know about this. It's like not the most popular part of the 14th Amendment, but there is a clause that's known as the full faith and credit clause. And it just basically says we're the United States and we pay our fucking bills. So. (laughs) Well, Steve Bannon, not too pleased with, with Mr. McCarthy. Steve Bannon's not really pleased with anybody, so I'm not sure that really means anything, but he thinks they should remove um, Kevin McCarthy as speaker. I tend to agree, but I think we uh, think this for different reasons. It's all coming. That's why McCarthy's got to go, just no doubt. Whether he goes now or he goes, you know, near now, got to go. That that team of Graves, McHenry, and McCarthy cannot, they, they can't negotiate. They didn't, they negotiated a surrender. You can't do that. You got to fight. You can't, you can't negotiate a surrender. You can negotiate a surrender. That's how many, that's how surrenders work. You actually negotiate them most of the time. Because even if you, like in war or whatever, even if you lost, you could probably still get some concessions from whoever won because everybody, if, if you're ready to surrender, everybody wants the war over probably, right? It's So yeah, you, you do negotiate surrenders. In fact, like there are famous surrenders that were negotiated. I forget uh, what was the one at the end of World War II. There was like a famous negotiated surrender of World War II, and World War One. I, I think too. There was uh, World War One. Was it there? They did it on a train car. I forget. There was like a famous one that was done on a train car. There are like treaties that happen as the results of of uh, people surrendering in wars. Like there are in fact negotiations that happen when you've uh, when a war is over. That's how you surrender. It is a negotiation process. Don't worry. Uh, Lindsey Graham's going to come in with, uh, with the real here. Everybody else is just, you know, they don't know what they're doing. Here's elder statesman Lindsey Graham. Good question. Because they're not, in their world, welfare spending is more important than military spending. Uh, these guys are liberals from the left. The military budget is a, an annoyance. It's money they could be spending on helping people who won't work, it could, you know, growing the government. So we've got a classic debate here between guns and butter. If you left it up to the liberals, we'd have a rowboat uh, and a pistol and a kite uh, to defend America. So what the fuck? So I think welfare is more important than uh, the military. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of European nations also feel the same way. Even the conservative parties in in some European nations feel that way. So, and we spend, we could cut the military budget in half and we'd still spend the most. So I don't, I don't, I don't know, you know, he just wants, he's just a fucking war hawk. He's like a war hawk because I think he's compensating for something. Rumors, you know, rumors are out. Rumors have floated around about old Lindsey Graham for a little bit. And I think his, his hawkish behavior may be compensation. 
Now, I don't think, you know, if the rumors are true that he's gay or bisexual, I don't think that makes him less masculine, less manly or whatever, and that, you, or that, and that he should have to compensate in any way. I'm a gay man. So why, you know, you don't have to compensate, but in his worldview, that's something you would have to compensate for. So he does it by, I don't know, thinking we should buy more bombers. Is it really even manly or traditionally masculine to buy a bomber for someone else to use? I don't know. Anyway, Lindsey Graham, idiot. Up next, we got a, there's a quote that's like milk toast, if that means anything to you. I'm not sure what the context is. I just saw it and I was like, yep, we're going to run this one. You know, starting with you, Congressman Chip Roy, what is the realistic alternative to this? Because I understand we wouldn't formally default. We can pay the interest on our debt, but our debt could be downgraded and that could be catastrophic. So what is the realistic alternative to this deal? Well, thanks, Kaylee. Uh, first of all, you know, the, everything that we're seeing out of the bill that was put forward, this, this deal that's hatched this weekend, is pretty milk toast, if, uh, if that word might mean something to you. But uh, frankly, uh, the real problem we face is the... If that word might mean something to you, did he, just, did he just call her stupid, say that she has a small vocabulary? Like, I don't know, like, I don't know why that, like, I mean, I don't care. She works for Fox News, like, I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to light a candle for her and shit, but like have a little respect for people and don't, don't like assume that they're idiots. If that word means anything to you, it's not like that lady's Marjorie Taylor green, right? Like I would, I would ask Marjorie Taylor green if, if a word like that means anything to her, but that's different. That's very much different. Speaking of Marjorie Taylor green, um, she says now all of a sudden releasing the January six tapes to the public would be bad would be very bad for, you know, whatever reason, I suppose. I'm not 100% sure why, and we're having some problems with the video player here. Oh, here we go. Some of these people on January 6th did commit violence. They did break the law. And of course, they have been charged and prosecuted. But there's a lot of people that have been targeted simply because they walked through the Capitol on January 6th. And this is our real concern um, with the videotapes. If we release these videotapes just widely for the public, um, number one, we we put the security of the Capitol at risk because there's over 1,700 video cameras. Um, number two, we also endanger uh, many Americans that were simply standing on the Capitol grounds, maybe never even walked through the Capitol or committed any crimes, but they could have just walked further than where the barrier was simply because the barrier was torn down by the time they got there. Most of these people have never even or had never even been to Washington, D.C. until that day on January 6th. So there was no way that was a sightseeing tour. They had crossed the barrier because it was all torn down. Um, there's a big concern because there's George Soros funded groups and many other leftist groups that will sit there and view these videotapes for hours and hours using facial recognition software and dox these people and hand them over to the FBI and the Department of Justice, who we have no control over. Some of these people on January 6th did commit violence. They did break the law. And of oh. course, they have been charged and so that's crazy. She's like, they're going to get doxxed, turning them into the FBI. That's not doxing, right? That's a snitching. She meant snitching. She didn't mean doxing. 
she could have said, you know, there's a bunch of snitches out there and we shouldn't have this material out there. And I, you know, I would disagree with her, but at least like I would, I'd like understand and admire the sentiment in some kind of way. Um, but I think that there's footage that maybe impl implicates her or some of her colleagues in a way. Maybe, maybe. Anyway, did you know that Memorial Day, they should be uh, actually honoring the people who stormed the Capitol on January 6th? We should be celebrating the memorial of the martyrs, of the sacrificers, of the people bearing the injury of the cross. I think of the people that have been that have been beaten up over the last uh, six years that have stood with the movement we're in, the patriot movement, the conservative movement. I'm sure that there are Christians in that group that are locked up from January 6th. And we don't have our top 100 most influential Time Magazine celebrations of the martyrs, the living martyrs, those that gave up their career, their job, uh, because they, they couldn't cross the line of compromise and bow their knee to whatever bail was putting in front of them, whether it was a force. Whatever bail was putting in front of them. Or something else. People have paid terrible costs already. And I'm telling you something. The, uh, the Memorial Day is really a memorial for us to know and be thankful for those believers that are willing to pay the high price to face the devil with even with fear and with personal threat, injury and career loss, not backing down those bold voices that will not quit. <laughs> Imagine like, I'm, yo, yo, like fucking 20 years or 30 years from now, if things don't go right, there will be like a holiday, right? For the January 6th thing. And it won't be like, in memoriam of the time, like that our country was almost, you know, um, uh, the, 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 the tradition of the, uh, this, the, the peaceful transfer of power in our country was, uh, broken or almost broken. It would be like a celebration of the, of the people who, I don't know, lost their real estate license because they fucking rubbed their shit on the walls. <laughs> the fucking Capitol building. Who fucking knows? That could, in fact, happen. So here's a United States uh, House of Representatives uh, member from Tennessee, Tim Burchett. He's going to talk about UFOs and the Bible. It's a little bit weird because those things don't usually go together. Not that, not that you know, you can't be Christian and believe in UFOs or whatever. It's just that they don't usually go together. But uh, that's not what Tim Burchett thinks. Ever seen a UFO? But they're in the Bible. I mean, read the first chapter of Ezekiel. It's a King James version. It's a translation, but it describes a wheel. Within a wheel, it describes what you and I would call the classic saucer-shaped uh, UFO. It's in the Bible. It's in hieroglyphics. It's in. It's in hieroglyphics. Uh, you know, it's in Dark Ages well, paintings. It's 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 there. You got you got the giants in uh, in in the early part of the Bible about Noah. Remember that? That's Steve pretty Bannon. Don't believe in no Bible. Even Steve Bannon was like, uh, 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 every once in a while, it's kind of funny that, uh, when, when Steve Bannon has somebody on and they go just a little too far out there, he goes, uh, 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 cause Steve Bannon will go down some pretty fucking weird rabbit holes, but he draws a line. He draws, he draws a line when people are being extra cray and that guy was a little extra cray. I don't know what they were describing in Ezekiel. I don't, I don't think I've read it or uh, I've read. I've read the King James Bible. I don't recall. I haven't committed it to memory. 
I don't remember that part of Ezekiel, but, you know, and on the seventh day, we uh, created the UFOs guy. It was aliens on the seventh day. So um, now we're, somebody's just going to talk about mass shootings. And of course, we're going to blame everything but guns and gun culture in this country. Perhaps the most important question here is, where were their fathers? And look at the deranged school shooters we've had in the past decade. Almost exclusively young men with a complete disregard for innocent life. Who was supposed to teach them right from wrong? How did they go so wrong? Men specifically bring discipline and consequence to raising children. And anyone with common sense can see our bodies are built to take the arrows. Our personality is geared towards reason, sacrifice, danger, and stoicism. Yeah, it's that uh, the men aren't uh, teaching their sons enough stoicism. That's why there's mass shootings. We're meant to take the arrows. We're tough. We're logical. And it's because men aren't teaching their sons a stoicism. Most people, if you see somebody online and their fucking profile says, like, in it, like on Twitter, it's like, I'm into stoicism. I'm like, uh oh, that's probably an incel. And they have a bit of a body count. Not that all people who are having a hard time, uh, you know, dating or getting laid or dangerous or bad. It's just that, um, the ones who are into stoicism probably are. Up next, we got the former guy talking about the war in Ukraine, or the, I will call it the invasion of Ukraine by uh, Russia. And uh, he's going to, it's at a town hall, and he's just going to tell you, you know, um, how quickly he would fix it. But I want to stop the war. I don't want that war to continue. And I'll stop that war, mark my words, I'll stop that war in 24 hours. Wait, how? Mr. President, let me ask. Serious question. How do you stop that war in 24 hours? I know both. And frankly, uh, Zelensky was very good because, they, you know, he was part of the phone call. And he said he didn't say anything wrong to me. The Democrat, he could have gone and grandstand and said, well, I felt threatened. I felt threatened. He didn't. I get along with him. I get along with Putin. It's, it would have been much easier to stop it before it started. Putin would have never done this. It would have been much easier. Right now, it's a mess. Now they're hitting Kiev and they're hitting all sorts of things that weren't supposed to be hit. The country is being decimated. By the way, the deaths are far more than their report. You know, when they say nine apartment houses got knocked down and two people got hurt, no, no, hundreds of people died. The, the numbers are much different than what you're being told. But where are you getting this information? I, I don't. I don't doubt that we're not getting the whole story of what's happening in, in a war that's like all that far away. But how does Trump know? Room and they will. And I know an exact way. Number one, you tell one, you're not going to get anything unless you make a deal. You tell the other one, they're going to get a lot unless you make a deal. And you just sit them and you put them in, and you have to make a determination. Yeah, but that you. This assumes that the people you're talking to are taking you seriously. And within, I'm telling you. Within 24 hours, that whole thing will be settled. It'll be settled. And I have and you need the power of the Oval Office. You do. You can't just walk in and say, oh, I'm going to settle the deal. You need the power of the presidency. It was a war that should have never, ever started. It's a horrible war. It's a vicious, vicious. I saw it today where missiles are going into cities, in this case, Kiev. And you see the school children going to school and missiles are following them. The whole thing is horrible. I will have that settled in 24 hours. Oh, get the fuck out of here. No, you won't. No, you won't. Nobody's going to listen to you. 
I wish he was. I wish. I wish he was right. I wish you could just say the fucking magic words and end that shit. The, the thing is, though, when he says a deal, when he says, "Oh, we have to make a deal," I bet he. I bet he means that the that Ukraine has to like give more land to Russia. What does he mean a deal? So up next, we got uh, well, this is his name is Mark Wayne Mullen. Mark Wayne is one word, and it's his first name. It's not Mark. Wayne Mullen. It's Mark Wayne Mullen. And he's a dumb fuck. Watch this. What would you think would be better? I'll ask everybody on the panel, which is better to teach? This? That is a, a story that was made up to teach our kids. Three-year-olds who have no idea what race is, now all of a sudden is being taught that white people said this as a truth. Someone pointed at me that this being a truth, that white people developed race that white people develop that that all of a sudden that was our word that we developed by the way i'm cherokee native american i think we have experienced a little bit of racism before in my life chairman I, Senator but, so, but, but so you I you you, but you, you wait 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 okay so <clears throat> even if you're 23 and me says that you have some uh, first nations uh, blood you white whiteness is what people Whiteness is a thing that is bestowed upon you. It isn't your 23andMe score. Which one is better to teach? This or the Jesus Loves Me lyrics? Ma'am, I'll start down here. Just yeah, tell me which yeah. one. I don't have time for an What I'll tell you, Senator Mullen, is that what children um, in these early years no, no, develop no, no. their identity. The the, it's important, the is which it's important one that our classrooms to, are... I'm just asking which one is better to Let teach. her answer the question, please. I, the, my question is this. She will which answer one is if she sees fit. Which one is better? It's important, this? it's important that children's identity that's and language and question. culture are recognized. That's not answering my question. And that's that's what creates strong that, executive okay, function. If you don't want to answer my question, that's fine. Let's move on down the panel. Which one is better to be taught? This book or the Jesus Loves Me lyrics that says everybody's, that everybody's skin doesn't matter. They're all precious in his sight. I think it's important to teach that all children are seen and valued for who they are. And that's so, what But when you teach this, don't you think that other people are start saying that white kids... Are to blame? I think it's important. It's exactly what they're going to teach. It's exactly <laughs> they're laughing at him. I wish they were allowed, like, I because they can't, right? They probably get held in contempt of uh, in contempt of Congress or in contempt of the Senate or whatever. But I wish they could just call this guy a dumb fuck. I disagree. Um, first, it is important that we teach Jesus. And Absolutely. Jesus is what we teach. So which one is but better? But the reality this? is... So do you think this is... Could she answer thing? the question, please? No, I don't want... Oh, was that Bernie? Was that Bernie? Hey, hey, you... That we teach Jesus. And Absolutely. Jesus is what we teach. So which one is but better? But the reality is... So do you think this is... Could the she right answer the question, please? No, I don't want <laughs> Get him, Bernie. I'm asking the question, which one is better? <laughs> that is exactly... That's exactly what it is. Got okay. it on tape. <laughs> misspoke <laughs> what a fucking idiot my god no you don't teach i mean you could i guess you could teach kids the lyrics to a religious song in a class about like world religion i think maybe that maybe we need more comparative religion classes in schools and you could teach like little little songs and shit from different religions i but man they would fucking be they'd be real pissed about that because then they'd be fucking teaching the kids about other religions too right Kids would be learning songs from from Hinduism, from Islam, 
Hopefully they don't learn no we Scientology songs. You ever heard that We Stand Tall song? That song sucks. Anyway, we're going to move on. This is uh, Carrie Lake. She's just a sore loser. On that campaign trail, I prayed a lot. And it, it really was something that made me feel like things weren't going to go the way they should have gone. Right. Because we have a Spirit movement. It was the Holy you. Spirit. It was God. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, however this needs to go, this is, I'm only in this because of you, God. Right. And however you need this to go, if more eyeballs need to be uh, opened when it comes to our corrupt elections, right. then, then so be it. Amen. It's, it is all yours. And I am, I, I belong to you. Amen. And so I believe that this election was, was stolen and rigged. And we know that we've got proof and evidence and we're uh, presenting it to the Oh, she's got proof and evidence that the election was rigged, but actually God rigged the election. God needed to uh, challenge her in a way so that she could, I don't know, so she could get on TV more often, something like that. I, I have no idea like what this line of thought is, like what the point of this is. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. Um, but it's Carrie Lake. She's fucking stupid. And I think the first time we ever found out about her was because she believes in chemtrails. I think we knew about Carrie Lake long before any of this uh, running for office shit was happening. So we're going to move on now. We have a um, little bit of a little bit of some gay panic here. Uh, here is somebody mad at somebody's mad at uh, Chick Fil A for hiring a diversity, equity, and inclusion officer. Uh, Chick Fil A is no longer the Lord's chicken. So I'm grieving, it's lunchtime, I'm here with Aubrey, and we really wanted some Chick-fil-A, but because they decided to hire a diversity, equity, and inclusion corporate position, and also bow down to the woke lords because of their ESG scores, and also I found out, do you know this, their chicken is funded by BlackRock and Vanguard. Are you kidding? Yeah, no. their farms, they use Tyson and this other farm, BlackRock and Vanguard funded chicken. Chick-fil-A, you are no longer the Lord's chicken. You're actually the woke chicken. And I'm really upset about it as a Christian woman. All we wanted was some good fried chicken. So now we're gonna go to Cane's. We're gonna try it out. This is really difficult because there's a Chick-fil-A across the street. Now eating chicken fingers instead of chicken nuggets. I know first world Christian woman problems. No one will ever understand the love that I had for Chick-fil-A. I got my sweet tea with a lemon and you know, we're taking this boycott Chick-fil-A thing seriously, and it's really difficult. I got a four finger box combo, extra fries, crispy cane sauce. Yeah, so devastating for Chick-fil-A. Like, why are they, like, why do they, I don't know, like Chick-fil-A that, that's, first of all, it's not very good. Like you get a way better chicken sandwich, even at just KFC. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're no longer the Lord's Chicken because they hired a DIE a or DEI officer. <sighs> Up next is, this woman is a comedian, and she's on um, filling in for Eric Bowling on, I don't know, is this a fucking Newsmax? I don't even know what network Eric Bowling is. But this is this is a comedian. Watch this. It's pretty ridiculous uh, to, to just assume that Chick-fil-A, I mean... You know, I'm hesitant to make a fried chicken joke, but they sell fried chicken. I don't know how much more inclusive we can get here. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Whoa, what do you mean inclusive? I think she means black. I think she means black. She's like, I'm hesitant to make a fried chicken joke here. Well, lady, 
it's not a joke actually it's just a racist trope about black people so even if you would have made the joke it wouldn't have been a joke <sighs> everybody's uh, everybody's having uh getting their ass kicked by the woke mob lately so do you remember that uh, target rap video from last week we have a remix of it that's actually pretty great here If I can get it to come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big goofy, but don't ask me where Mickey's at. I look like Humpty Dumpty covered in some shitty tats. You got that ten packs, come here, boy, give me that. I like to think I'm really hard, but I'm really wet. We're done with Target pushing rainbows on our children. If they want to target kids, they should join with our religion. As a Christian, I can tell you we don't want the competition. We've been fiddling the kids since the goddamn beginning. I'm sick of this shit, and it's not gonna work. No one touching on my kid unless they working at a church and they wear a little gown, and I know them by name. Otherwise, they ain't taking my son up on a date no way having meltdowns because we're snowflakes try hard homophobes means we're really so gay in the closet in the closet in the closet, in the closet. giving top to the top ramen shaman hey hey Maggots addicted to that Trump dick. Where some maggots addicted to that Trump dick. Where some maggots addicted to that Trump dick. Make sure y'all to blow him or blow him like a trumpet. <laughs> oh, the message of that was really good. They're like, uh, you can't touch my kids unless you're in a church. So if anybody wants uh, any of the stuff, actually, during the live show, you can type uh, exclamation point docket into the channel, into the chat, and you can get that. And of course, if you're listening on the pod, you can, of course, just find the show notes. And look in the show notes, and there's a link to our uh, docket for the week here. So, uh, we're a little ahead of schedule here, it looks like. Usually we're running behind, but this week we're ahead of schedule. I'm kind of kind of plowing through all this stuff. I guess most of the clips have been pretty short. So, here's our uh, palate cleanser. And um, it's, it's just called, I am dead, look at me dead, look at me dead, I am dead. Ah. Oh, look at kill kill the the broom killed him. Dead. Oh, dead again. Keeps dying. Yeah, if you're listening to the pod, this doesn't make any sense. Just uh, grab the show notes or watch the video. Sweeping squirrel. Looking around. Oh, oh, oh do you notice that I'm dead? Did you see that broom? It killed me. I'm dead. <laughs> That's, that was so cute. A fucking dead, dead flying squirrel. Sorry, everybody. I didn't mean to show it. It was gr it was gruesome. That broom really fucked that squirrel up. I I know there's some kind of energy we don't ever really want to put out in the world here. But, you know, nobody else is covering that, that bit of news, so we had to do it. <laughs> up next is fucking Michael Savage. 
on uh, Newsmax, and uh, he's uh, ready to take up arms, probably against, I don't know, you and me, maybe? That's usually who they mean. Well, joining me now is the host of the Michael Savage podcast, Michael Savage himself. Sir, welcome aboard. Carl, first of all, let me thank you for your service. It's Memorial Day. You're a Navy SEAL. Salute to you, my friend. And your outrage... No, no, no. It would be Veterans Day that you would salute him. He ain't dead. He didn't die. He didn't die in any of the wars. Your outrage is correct. Look, at he was about to correct him. Did you see that? Well, joining me now is the host of the Michael Savage podcast, Michael Savage himself. Sir, welcome aboard. Carl, first of all, let me thank you for your service. It's Memorial Day. You're a Navy SEAL. Salute to you, my friend. And your outrage... Look, he was about to correct him, but he didn't do it. Rage is correct, but it's so deep. It's hard for people to understand that it's not about woke this, woke that. These are suicidal individuals who are trying to make the rest of us commit suicide along with them. And let me remind all of you out there who are listening, Rome did not pass away. I'm a student of history. Rome was assassinated from within and by the invasion of the barbarians. Those two elements are occurring in America today. No, it was an empire that was just spread too thin and it didn't die quickly. It died slowly. I've studied what they have done to the military. We all know, Carl, this will strike a chord with you. We all know the recruitment Mm. goals are in the toilet. Why would a young man enlist in the military other than to prove himself? To prove he's tougher than the other guy? That he can beat the other guy, that he can beat the enemy. Actually, that's a losing market strategy because we've made some progress on the idea that like killing people makes you a man. To protect America. He wants to protect our women and children. That's what a man goes into the military for. Well, now let's look at what's going on, Carl. Uh, fitness standards. After finding that women were not scoring as highly as men and under tremendous pressure from advocacy groups... The Army has thrown out all fitness tests, and so now any soldier can meet any fitness requirement for combat specialties without a test. Number two, January 2021, the terrorist Biden signs an executive order that opens military service to all transgender individuals. We hear that's a good thing, because all the transgenders, as you well know, are the best warriors on the battlefield. And then- Well, we don't know that they're not. Who fucking knows? We We don't have any data on that yet. Biden decrees that active members of the military can take time off from their duties to get free sex change surgeries, Carl, and all related Ugh. expensive hormones, Carl, and all expensive drugs, Carl, at our expense. That's what they went in the military for, for free sex change surgery. Carl, you got- uh, what the fuck? Time for a few more, or do you want to get sick, or you want to stay healthy today? Oh, I'll keep give going. you two more. Keep going. All right, I did some research for you. The Biden administration, which is a terrorist administration tearing the country apart, ended support for longstanding sane policies prohibiting individuals who are HIV positive from serving in combat zones. That was based on sound science. What science was that? It was tied to the need for HIV medications, which are very costly, and the danger of cross-infection through shared blood in a foxhole thrown out. In the a fo- There's no foxhole. And they weren't doing blood transfusions in the foxhole. Like, this guy has no idea how HIV spreads via blood. It's worse. The Biden's chief of naval operations, so-called Admiral Michael Gilday, I don't know who the hell he is, 
decided to add a book, How to Be an Antichrist, one of the leading source books on so-called critical race theory, which is an anti-white hate fest. And in the book given to our naval men and women now, our readings saying capitalism is essentially racist and that to be truly anti-racist, you also have to be fully anti-capitalist. Uh, but I don't think that's true. And I'm like, he would call me a radical leftist. Piece of information for those of you out there who want to know why I say Rome did not pass away. It was assassinated. And we are committing suicide because of the LGBTQ and other far left maniacs. But the LG, but uh, queer people aren't all uh, leftists, actually. They're looking at readings that are required at West Point right now. There are now slides labeled white power at West Point, Carl. Can you believe this? Yeah, they want to root that shit out because it's horrible for fucking if like it's horrible for uh, unit cohesion and shit if people are racist. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's horrible for, like, any group of people, actually. Like, it doesn't even have to be the military. If there's a group of people trying to accomplish anything. doesn't matter if it's, you know, uh, overthrowing a, a country that didn't really do anything to us, Iraq. Or, like, I don't know, if you're just in a basket weaving club and somebody's running around being hella bigoted, you're, you're just not going to get you're just not gonna get your shit done as well. If this goes on, I predicted 20 years ago in a not-so-joking way, like a Jonathan Swift, that if we don't stop mm -hmm. these psychopathic haters, they will snap the crosses off the graves of our war memorials. How far away well, are we from someone saying, all those crosses make me uncomfortable, and I want them... Uh, if it was my loved one and I knew they weren't Christian, I might go snap that fucking cross off. Snapped off the graves of dead soldiers. Who's going to stop them, Carl? Me, I'll, I'll stop them, Mike. And I'll that's the, that's them. the issue. You got a you bunch know, of people just like me. Carl, yeah. I've had enough. But yeah, yeah, that's a great. Yeah, you know, what, you, you, that's great. Yeah, go and <clears throat> show up at the um, show up at the one of one of our famous uh, uh, military cemeteries, armed. Go for it. <laughs> Let us know how that works out for you. Had enough. I'm an old man, but I'll tell you something. I'm willing to pick up bombs. I can't take it anymore. I can't take this anymore. Well, I'm. I, I, I see your frustration. I mean, look, you, you want to mess with, with the, the headstones of, of Arlington National Cemetery. But nobody's doing that. And if you show up at Arlington with, like, firearms, you're going to be asked to leave. You're going to have a big problem. But all By people who, they, they're trained killers. It's like, all these people, they do this stuff in schools. They're, oh, we're going to trans your kids without your son. What, just, just hear me out, Michael. What happens if I just started, go, or, or we started going around as conservatives, started baptizing people in, in elementary school without parental consent? The you want to do that, actually. Liberals would lose their mind. Why not do it? You know, the real, the real problem here are the lawyers. Let's not forget, it's the lawyers, the lawyers, the lawyers. Shakespeare had it right. Wait a minute, I think... If you look, wasn't Michael Savage uh, a lawyer? But it's the ACLU. People don't understand. I've been on to these people for 25 I could be wrong, but I'm, the, I think he was a lawyer. Anti-Christian Libertines Union are run by the most, the sickest people with law degrees imaginable, and they're rolling in big money. The ACLU is the head of the snake, as I declared in the year 2002. It's the ACLU. Yes, we would not want the American Civil Liberties Union doing things. I'm sure they get shit wrong. They do shit I don't agree with. The ACLU has defended the rights of Nazis to march. That stands behind all of this insanity. 
And any administration that comes along that has the power should arrest all of them and try them for sedition and deport them if possible. Those are Deport them to where? I'm nothing but a podcast host. Mm. But I have a way of putting things in concrete form. It's the ACLU that's the head of the snake that's destroying America. It's the lawyers, the lawyers, the lawyers. They're killing the country. I could go on and on and on. As you I know, agree. I don't want to write a book here as a guest fill-in guy here. But, Carl, <laughs> it's Memorial Day. I look at those. Uh, Chat's telling me he was a biologist. I wouldn't be here were it not for them. I wouldn't be here were it not well, for them. Unfortunately, Michael, we have an entire generation that just is is not appreciative of, of a lot of the things that are going on. Michael Savage, always a pleasure to have you on, sir, especially on this day. So nobody's going to Arlington and fucking with the graves. Like, I don't like I don't like the military. Don't like the military industrial complex. Probably don't give that much big of a fuck about Arlington Cemetery. But if I found out somebody was like desecrating the graves there, I'd drop a dime on that motherfucker. That's gross. That's some, that's somebody's dead family member. All you do, you all you all that does is like uh, like like makes people or hurts people's feelings. No one's doing that. But again, I'd take the L if it was like when my sister died in a war or whatever, and they put a cross on her grave. Oh, I would take the L get that fucking cross off her grave because she ain't religious and it's that but this is like an edge case where i'm trying to figure out like a reason i would do that and there's only like oh, that's the only reason i would do that and i don't think that's happening i think when people when people die in military service they're, they're it's generally they don't try to christian them after they're dead i don't think they do that anyway here's steve deese my god I'd kind of forgotten about him, and uh, he's been on a roll saying a lot of really dumb shit. I think this will be the third week in a row we've had Steve Deese on the docket. Maybe it's just the second, and it feels like the third, or maybe it's the maybe it's the second, and it feels like the hundredth. But Steve Deese is a fucking idiot, and here he is asking if uh, Donald Trump has the hots for uh, Ron DeSantis. And to ask the question, too, by the way. Because otherwise, we wouldn't know what Trump thinks because he's releasing statements on literally every time Ron DeSantis blinks. Trump has a statement at Truth Social. We are way past dude code violations, frankly, into homoerotic territory for one guy to be stalking another man and his actions this much. You just cannot be hetero. I mean, maybe you find this a, b a bit erotic, Steve, but I don't. Unless you're a sociopath, you cannot be hetero, hetero and be this obsessed, all right, with another man. Is there a special his machinations? You just can't do it. Is okay? there a special dispensation during Pride Month? There, no. If anything, <laughs> you should be more aware that we're looking for things like that, and how they will be how they will be classified in this month of all months. All right. It is what it is. It is what it is. Yes. But I don't find any of that erotic, and I am the gayest motherfucker in the world. I don't find any of that erotic. Uh, none of that's erotic. Uh, Steve Deese feels some kind of way about it, though. And, you know, well, you know, don't, we're not going to kink shame around here. Although, Steve Deese would certainly kink shame. Kink shame everyone and anyone. Anyway, here's the most evil little girl in America. 
Novalee here again. The other day I was walking down the hallway at Lakeview Elementary School to give a teacher a retiring gift. I looked up onto the wall and saw a BLM poster and an Amanda Gorman poster. In case you don't know who that chick is, she's some girl who did a poem at Biden's so-called inauguration. I was so mad. I was told two weeks ago at this very meeting spot, no politics in school. I believed what you said at this meeting. So at lunch, I went up to my principal to tell him about the BLM poster and that I wanted it down. He said it's not coming down. I was like, yeah, it is, because the school board said on May 25th, no BLM or politics in school. He said, that's weird. They were the, one who, they were the ones who made them. I was stunned. When I was here two weeks ago, you told us to report any BLM in our schools. <laughs> the lady in the fucking red shirt, she thinks this is hilarious. You know, they're in our schools because you made the signs. I said there should be no BLM in schools, period. It does not matter the color you make the posters and the font you use. We all understand the meaning. It is a political message about getting rid of police officers, rioting, burning buildings down while King Governor Welch just sits on his throne and watches. We all know. Changing the font or the color of posters does not change the meaning. I am nine years old and I know that. You expect me to believe that you did not know what you were doing by making these posters? Come on, people. I do not judge... Yeah, this was definitely written by mom. ...people by the color of their skin. I, I don't really care what color their hair, skin, or eyes is. I judge by the content or the way they treat me. MLK said, I have a dream that one day my four little children will not be judged by the color oh, of my fucking God. the content of their character. That dream has come true. I do not care or look at the color of skin, but you make me think of it. I have Asian, Mexican, white, Chinese, black friends, and I don't care. I like them because some of them make me laugh. Some are sweet and kind, sporty, or share the love of God. They are just my friends. You have lied to me, and I am very disappointed in all of you. You cannot even follow- look at the lady in the background. She's fucking dying. <laughs> poor, poor lady in the back. She tried not to laugh at this little girl, right? Because she knows this little this little girl's like the victim of like some kind of some kind of weird child abuse. Your own rules. If you're gonna do that, why do we follow any rules we deemed unfit or ridiculous? I'm not following your mask rule anymore. Then get the posters out of our schools. Courage is contagious, so be courageous. <laughs> get the fuck out of here oh my god yo that poor little girl her parents made her say that right like i mean she may be she may have been like indoctrinated by her parents but i feel like like her parents wrote that like oh don't send your kids up there anyway we, up next, we have a based former librarian uh, talking to a guy about books. Those books that put in the children's library section are there to propaganda and, and induce children to other sexual orientations and other sexual mentality. There are a lot of parents that don't want that introduced to their children. We should respect various rights. All people should be represented. Yes. At least 20% of every library should be something that you do not want to read. Mm -hmm. All Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that was a little, the audio was really bad, and there was I I tried to clean it up. There was nothing I can do. That old lady is based. She's like, I don't like all the shit in the library. Sit the fuck down. And that's pretty much it. If you if you don't you know if you don't like the shit in the li- like libraries carry uh, books by Scientology. They carry L. Ron Hubbard Scientology books. Do I think they should be removed from the library? Absolutely not. The library's mission is to collect as many books as possible, and as long as the books aren't illegal in some way. There are very few ways in which a book a book could end up being illegal anyway. But if unless unless the book is like telling like telling you to hurt other people or whatever, even if it is, I don't know. I just don't think that we should be banning books. It's a bad idea. So shout out to that based former librarian. Um, we're gonna go back to this Peoria, Arizona school board with this uh, school board member who was encouraging people to take their kids out of the public school. Well, she's back. Here she goes. It makes me very nervous. And no, I don't think science changes. I think that it is, it, gravity doesn't change. Boys don't become girls. Girls don't become boys. It's, it's flat. It's constant. Science was created by God. Science was legitimately created to be constant. No, science isn't constant. That's not that science is literally the... The, the process of testing hypotheses and um, the results of, of other people's science, testing new and old hypotheses, retesting them. They change everything. Everything changes. That's good. Called progress. If we didn't have that, I wouldn't be able to speak into a microphone over the internet. They used to think like, oh, we're at the peak of communication with the radio. See? Well, no, you weren't. With this right here, my podcast is the peak of communication. It'll never get any better than this. Quit doing science. It's static, everybody. <laughs> so up next, we got uh, we got speaking up and speaking out at church is actually a good thing. And we're seeing more and more of these videos where people, church-going people, are just doing the right thing. In this, in this case, uh, one of their queer members got kicked out for disagreeing with the pastor. We are under attack. Look at the Los Angeles Dodgers defaming the name of every Christian here on earth. It just burns a hole in my heart, angers me and embitters me, and it should you. We should feel that sting and fight against it. It just, oh, I don't want to give these people a name. I don't want to give them that much credit. I want to cry. I think you should just stand there and cry. Fuck it. And I just say that queer and trans people also carry the Holy Spirit. And that was really painful to hear. That was really hurtful. I only come, I live in Georgia with my wife now. You baptized me. I do. I know you're talking about the Sisters of Indulgence. And I understand that from the outside it looks like they are defaming Catholic faith, but they only do that. They only take... There are queer children here. 
The Spirit of God moves through all people. I will go. You know what? Good for her. I assume that's she, her. Good for them. <laughs> She's like, hey, you baptized me. You're an asshole. That's a... Uh, you don't hear people say that to the priest often, so fucking shout out to that fucking very brave person. Probably can't go back to that church. So here's a lady hella mad about somebody collecting petitions for a, uh, for a pro-choice organization, for some kind of pro-choice um yeah collecting signatures on a pro-choice petition what yeah are you recording me yes now? i am yeah because yeah. you're that immature and you're lazy and all you do is stand here and go oh my god are you pro-choice yeah what facts give me your facts what what, what do you exactly what why are you what still talking facts? to me why are you still talking to me well because i, I told you have facts. a nice day well you don't like this petition you can well, move on you, you don't have to <laughs> I'm going, explain the science to me in a way that will convince me they're not like tell me the facts right they they want the facts explained to them in a way that they like too. like, like what is this a is, a, is she a debate bro if you don't like it that's okay explain the science if you're gonna stand here and ask us to sign that then you have the then you need to tell me why I should sign that what's your science on that huh huh what's your base what's your fact my facts for a pro-choice petition? What's your facts on that? I believe every woman has a, has a right to her own body. Why are you yelling at me? I'm, I've... You have no right to sit here and come up to people and say something, especially you're a man. It's a petition. You don't have to sign it. You have a good day, okay? Disgusting. You don't know what it's like. I've lost three children trying to have babies. That's okay. Okay. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't say... I, didn't I don't say, believe her. I didn't say anything. Fuck you. Fuck you too. Have a good day. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at her now. Yeah, fuck yeah, laugh. Yeah, she's fuck. She's funny. People like you and the rest of us. Fuck you. That's okay. That's okay. You have a good day. You're so funny. Oh my goodness, you're 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 hilarious. Oh my goodness, you have a good day. Yeah, and you're like so cool standing there with your Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yeah. have a good okay. day. You have a great Toodles. Day. Oh my gosh, you're so mature. Have a good day. Yeah. 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 Why don't you do some research before you stand here? Oh, I have. My mother's a Nikki, but you have a good day, oh, all right? Really yeah. Nikki. She is, yeah. Oh, she is. And she's pro choice. Would you believe that? Oh, really? Yeah. 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 Is that, is uh, that, she's uh, a, uh, pro choice. She's very pro choice. Yeah, oh, she really? is. Does she know the science behind it? Oh, she's a fucking nurse. Yes, she knows well, the science. You know the science. <laughs> Talk about what? You want to talk about transgender? Trans what about it? That's nothing That's to do with science. this. That's nothing to do with this. It's the same thing. Science. Uh, science. Uh, we're, this is two completely <laughs> different conversations we're having. No, what do you want to talk about? about do you want to talk pro about pro-choice? First of all, let's let's raise let's let's science. lower the volume down just a little Biology bit. Biology and science. Do not want to have a conversation? That's fine. Have a good day. No, I don't have That's okay. I don't have conversations with immature people anyways. You have a good day, all right? Oh, well, you're the one yelling at me first, so you know what? That that, that really shows who you are. Oh, oh, really? I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that pisses you off. 
I'm 24. You're fucking 83. You can shut up. You shut up. You hate anybody. You're, <laughs> you're, just, you're just 83. You can have a nice day, okay? Goodbye. Goodbye. Have a nice day. Have a nice day. You too. Have a good day, bitch. <laughs> Where's your science? Where's your facts? It's like, lady, I'm just trying to get people to agree with me to sign this petition. <laughs> she was fucking. She, I, I, she was hell mad. She just changed the subject too. She's like, oh, let's talk about trans people and fucking homeboy was not taking the bait. He's like, why? I, why? I'm not even here talking about that. Why do you want to talk about that? <laughs> oh man, that's fucking amazing. So here's a uh, MAGA pastor Steve Vaughn, and he's gonna say uh, he's gonna tell us why Target is going to um, cave to the conservative Christians, and it's not what you think. Can I explain something in case y'all don't know this? The little LBGTQ Essers and who all they are. Essers. Don't have jobs. You understand, right? Yeah, I've never met any queer people who go to work. He's right. They smoke weed. That's true. From the time they get up to the time they go to bed in their mother's basement. That's, that's your little rainbow people. The Sounds great. Rainbow people. They don't go to jobs because they can't mind bosses. Nobody's going to tell them what to do. So now Target knows that the LGBTQTIFZ and O, those people have to shoplift because they don't have money. <laughs> you know, they, 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 they just live kumbaya. They think boys are girls, girls are boys. They think money falls on trees. So Target hates you because they know you've got the power. You middle-aged conservative Christians, you got this. Yeah, they know it, and they hate you because they have to bow down to you. Wait, aren't QR codes the mark of the beast? <laughs> He's like, I don't know, have jobs. They all smoke weed every day. I mean, all you're doing is making queer people seem kind of based. They somehow manage to like uh, take care of themselves without having to go to work every day. And smoke weed be gay and do crimes i guess depending on what state you're in some states smoking weed is still a crime which is silly some states it's not that's a little bit better uh but you know be gay uh do crimes and by do crimes i mean smoke weed in places where you're not supposed to um up next we got is an oan anchor allison steinberg she's uh pulling an ethan schmidt here ethan schmidt uh goes to target and complains about you know rainbows and uh she's gonna do that because i don't know fucking that's just the world we live in now i suppose well i finally made my way to the uh queer section of target and it's actually worse than i ever imagined yo did you know that your phone is mirroring because of the way you're pointing it and so nobody can like read the, the things that you're showing them is alive and well as you can see they have a full selection so clearly it's not doing too well um, yes, how dare they stock the shelves? <laughs> it's not doing too well because they have items. That's what I think. I go to the store. I'm like, shit, nobody's, nobody must be consuming any mayonnaise because the shelves are full of mayonnaise. But this is just out of control. I mean, really? Really? If you got L little gay socks? Bad, just come on over to the card section. We're looking in the baby aisle. You'll be such amazing moms. Two dads. Yes. There are more cards congratulating two same-sex parents and there are regular 
male female parents and then we head over to the wedding section hers and hers misses and misses i mean maybe nobody else carries these cards maybe this is maybe target carries this stuff because no one else does maybe it's hard to find a, a wedding card for uh, two women or two men who are getting married in like the in the hallmark shop or whatever and target saw a need and so they're like well we can sell these because people will buy them target fucking puts things out there in hopes that people are going to buy those things that's how the fucking store works lady and so there somebody in their fucking marketing department or in just like in their market research department said hey we should put some of these uh, cards out there people probably buy them and i bet they do otherwise they wouldn't be selling those cards anymore she's like oh but look they're still here nobody bought it they must not be selling well it's like well all right that's not a very it's not it's not a very reasonable thing to think like if you go to the store and sometimes you see this big display of some kind of item. You don't think, you know, nobody must be buying that item because they have this big display. What you think is, well, uh, well, first of all, you're like, well, it's ugly. Usually the big displays of like items are ugly. But then like, if you think about it for a second, you're like, well, if they're putting this on display, it's probably because it's a popular item and they wanted to make a display out of it so they could sell more of it. And maybe, you know, maybe they have some deal with the uh, manufacturer or a marketer of that item. <sighs> So in this video, we see almost, almost what we, it, it, this video seems like it's not too far away from maybe some of the target shoppers, maybe doing what the employees can't do because the employees are going to get fired. Here's a, here's a guy who just fucking picked up all the pride stuff and put it somewhere else in the store and uh, is wondering why uh, the, the target people aren't too happy with that. And the other customer is not happy with it either in this one. I damaged what? Could you escort me out of the store, guys? Come on, stay behind me. I need paparazzi. You like targeting kids with all your trans shit? Is that what you like doing? You guys want to you guys want to promote pedophilia for little kids? Huh? Get out of my face, stop. stupid girl. Don't walk up to me. Yo, the other customers are walking up to this guy. He's not showing it either, right? You're promoting pedophilia. All this shit, all this crap. Pride. All this crap. Yeah, take the American flag. You're a loser, bro. Do you like pedophilia? This is all gay stuff. They said. <laughs> look, at, look at the wife's like, wife's like, honey, honey, not today. She's like, I, uh, your, your heart's in the right place, honey, but not today. Adults. Two consenting adults. Well, how is this adults? How is this pedophilia? This is gay stuff for kids. They said that. Yeah, man. That's pedophilia? Yeah. This is all gay, bro. Your kids can't be gay. Come on. You're a joke. Target is targeting your kids with pedophilia. Wake up. Oh, uh, that was close, man. That was close. That I don't know. Maybe if that guy's wife and kid wouldn't have been with him, that would have that would have been a different scenario. But like the employees can't do anything about it, right? So if you see this stuff at these, if you see this stuff anywhere. And you feel safe doing so, confront the person doing it. Don't, don't, you know, don't commit any crimes. Don't do any violence. But 
you know, confront the person if you feel safe doing so. I know not everybody feels safe doing that, and that's fine too. Um, depending on the circumstance, I either would or wouldn't, you know, and that would probably be the case for uh, most people. <laughs> so this lady, this lady had a fucking dream, and uh, she's going to tell you about it because it's, you know, she had a dream. By now, you probably have heard what's going on in Target. And if you haven't, you're about to. But I had a dream to encourage all you mama bears that your prayers are working. Listen to this. So in this dream, I was standing with a lady named Penny Maxwell who's actually fighting against this stuff that's going on in Target and she was explaining everything that's going on. Then the Lord took me to another scene where I was in this other big place. It was not Target, but Disney characters were there and holograms, drag queens, and different things and it just felt really weird. Then these demons walk up to me and they said, they're ruining our plan. Their prayers are working. They're going to the churches. And I just remember they seemed so frustrated and confused because your prayers and what you were doing was changing their plan. So what I feel like the Lord is saying is don't stop praying, don't stop acting, be bold. We are changing the plans of the enemy and saving the children. In the name of Jesus, shut the fuck up in the name of Jesus. I think sometimes Tila Tequila is the only response to some of these fucking people. <laughs> Here's more. This just, there's just, there just keeps being more of this shit. Here's, um, <clears throat> Here's this, this gal, and she's got a list of people to boycott. And it just seems like eventually this person's not going to be able to fucking shop anywhere. And she's not going to be able to buy anything. She mad at everybody. Check this out. Okay, so I'm going to try this without giving away. Oh, this is big at ASMR. Obviously where I am because this is a local Walmart to me. Um, but I walked in here to buy a birthday gift for my best friend's son. And right as I was walking into the front entrance, which is directly behind me, that is the front entrance right there. This is what I saw. So originally I just saw this. And okay. then I looked over here. Okay. Child's onesie. Those are children's shorts. Mm -hmm. Kids like rainbows. Right at, like I said, the front of the store. Maybe those items sell well. There is no denying it. It's right at the very front. So, guess what I'm doing, Walmart? I'm taking my business elsewhere. I was going to buy my boyfriend's birthday gifts here. I was going to buy my best friend's son's birthday gifts here. Nope, not anymore. Is they're coming for your kids. Now I'm in commercials. I'm in the book section. Let's buy this. Okay. I can't read it because you're an idiot and you don't know how your phone works. Then, right as I was like, okay, this looks good, I'm gonna walk away. I see that. So at this point, <laughs> retailers are basically forcing to go to places like Amazon because now I'm walking out of the store without a gift from my my best friend's son. So I thought it was for your boyfriend. She can't even remember who she isn't buying a gift for. This is bullshit. All right. <laughs> oh no, a rainbow tutu. What little girl? What? Oh no, they're coming for your a little girl before before like 
Little girls always love rainbow tutus. Now, now there's some parent somewhere, their little girl wants a rainbow tutu, and they're like, that's groomer shit. Little girl's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dad, or whatever? Oh, they're, they're not gonna let, we're not going to let, uh, we're not going to let them groom you with a rainbow tutu. And the little girl's like, but, but daddy, I, I just, just want the, the rainbow tutu. Daddy, it's cute. Can I have the rainbow tutu? It's $7. And dad's like, uh, you're trying to groom yourself. <laughs> like, my God, this is, this is madness. I'm really glad these people are fucking stupid. I'm just really glad these people are fucking stupid. Because if they were a little bit smarter, we'd be in real trouble. Up next, um, Rachel Ham, I believe she's a prophetess, uh, is super frustrated that a death, a death angel didn't kill a bunch of people at the Capitol as she had prophesied for the month of May. Here she is, with uh, f- apparently for no good reason, uh, a, a young a, a boy who might be her son. I don't know. Today's June 1st, so quite obviously, the death angel did not visit the Capitol in the month of May, period. It did not. Uh, we did say we didn't know what year it was, so <sighs> we are super frustrated. We really, really, really were praying that it was going to be this May, right? It was like, uh, I mean, we really wanted it to be this May. I think you really wanted it to be this May because our country is in. I don't want the, the, like. Listen, uh, this shit's going bad enough in 2023. I don't really want the angel of death coming in 2023. Situation that it just felt like the death angel needed to come this May, but he didn't. Um, I have- I'd like the giant meteor. It would be much quicker. The death angel has to go around and kill people one by one and shit. Very inefficient. I'm with the with the meteor. Seen a couple of things that have made me wonder if he's still coming soon. As far as on the the you know the Hebrew calendar is not the same as the the Gregorian calendar, and so it still is possible that it's within this month, which is still has like a couple of weeks left in the Hebrew month. So it's possible that it's still going to be coming. Yeah, that kid doesn't have a chance. Weeks. So anyway, we're praying. We're praying that it's still going to come. We're praying that it's soon. We're sad that it didn't already happen. Yeah, I, that's, again, the last thing we need is the fucking angel of death coming down on us. Shit's bad enough. Oh, and she, yeah, and it, oh, we don't know what year it is. It's like the fucking end times, people, right? Like, oh, Jesus is coming back. Everybody, uh, just, you know, any day now. Any day now. It's almost like the chemtrailers. Oh, everybody's going to wake up to chemtrails any day now. It's always, this, this shit is always like, oh, this is eventually going to happen. We just don't know. And I, I, you know, my prediction was wrong, but maybe I'm right. And maybe it's, I just used the wrong calendar. Maybe it's the wrong year. I don't know. Maybe it's not the angel of death that was coming. Maybe, uh, maybe they just, just catering. Uh, they showed up and uh, did some catering and it wasn't even the angel of death, but I predicted something. People are fucking idiots. So here's this hate preacher. We don't ever like people put him in our docket. And I do appreciate that people put this guy in our docket, but I, I don't usually run this guy's clips just cause he's, it's just, I don't know. It's just like straight up. Like it's just some kind of energy. I don't want to put out in the world, but this is funny because, uh, Hemet Meta, the friendly atheist, uh, is always the one that pulls clips of this guy. And well, the friendly atheist gets a shout out in this. Also, maybe I just don't like, uh, his wheat field. Now, what is a fool? Well, the Bible says in Psalm 14, verse one, the fool is said in his heart. There is no God. So an easy application is the atheist. I, you are going to get nothing out of hanging out with an atheist. You're going to get nothing out of some intelligent conversation. The friendly atheist 
is not that friendly, okay? He's not a friend at all. He's someone Dehemet Mehta seems very friendly. That you should depart from the presence from. Any atheist or whatever, don't waste your time on people who reject wisdom or who mock sin. Don't waste your time on the atheist, the, you know, debating the friendly atheist or something. Don't waste your time, you know, with someone who's going to make fun of God's law. Just walk away. Walk away from toxic people. I mean, I agree. Walk away from toxic people. And if like, if somebody's making fun of you because you're religious, they're, they're an asshole. But if they like, I don't believe in your religion and here's why, well, that person's not an asshole. I don't, there are, there are many religious people hang out here and they know I don't believe in their religion. And then and I've probably said why, but, uh, and I'm not even the friendly atheist. I'm kind of, a, I'm kind of an asshole, right? <laughs> How could you be mad at Hemometa? What a nice guy. Every time I've ever seen him interviewed, he was one of the few people out of new atheism that didn't go full, didn't like join Gamergate and then end up in the alt-right. <laughs> like he was one of the very few out of that whole scene that didn't turn into a giant piece of shit. So uh, here's Ben Shapiro going to, I'm sorry, tiny dancer Ben Shapiro. I'm going to define a book ban, going to give you the definition of a book ban and then tell you that it's not a book ban. Meanwhile, President Biden himself has taken up the mantle of Pride Month. He is the, he's the elected pope of the holy month of Pride, obviously, and he has put out a statement. And his statement says, quote, today our nation faces another inflection point. In 2023 alone, state and local legislatures have already introduced over 600 hateful laws targeting the LGBTQI plus minus divided by sign community. Books plus minus divided. Oh, now the now the fucking math nerds are part of it. Minus divided by sign people are being banned from libraries. Uh, that, that is not a book ban, by the way. Saying that a, a seven-year-old should not be able to access books saying boys or girls is not a book ban. Transgender youth in over a dozen states have had their medically necessary health care ban. And this is Joe Biden coming out in favor of the transing of the kids. It is now medically necessary health care to chop the penis off a 15-year-old boy. They're not doing that. To pretend that he is a girl. No, they don't do that. Uh, first of all, like his characterization of it is, is grotesque, but also that just isn't happening. Nobody's getting bottom surgery under 18. I'm not saying it's never happened, but this isn't what's happening. And Ben knows it, too. That's, that's like what's like, I don't know if Matt Walsh knows that what he's saying is, is false, but I think Ben knows what he's saying is false. Ben knows what he's saying is false. And we don't usually do soundboard requests during the podcast part of the show, but I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, do this one. All the things are bad. There are no good things. <laughs> uh, we got one more for the regular show here, and then we'll go into the post game. A little, little ending a little early this evening. We usually go all the way till nine and sometimes a little past. But a lot happened this week, but most of my clips, as you saw, were like 30 fucking seconds. So, you know. We, we we do what we can. We do what we can. We, tr we aim for two hours, but we didn't quite get it. This is pretty good here, though. This is like some fucking blue, some person who brought, probably bought a blue check mark from Apartheid Clyde on Twitter, went to uh, something at UMass Amherst and asked a really stupid question of an academic, and the uh, academic handled it uh, pretty well, actually. I don't think a lot of times academics handle these dumb fucks who think that they're hella smart really well, but this one, this one does. This one's great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming today. Um, are there any trends within, within the black community, such as higher crime rates or higher illegitimacy, illegitimacy rates that could explain their position vis-a-vis -vis whites and can those be explained by some dominant social group? No. No to the first one or the no second to one? No to, to both. both. 
See, there's no. I mean, it, 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 it's there's a propagandistic mechanism that's afloat about you know black illegitimacy and black criminality. Uh, I guess it depends on what kind of crime you have in mind. Uh, if we think about which community in the United States has the highest degree of history of violence, that's un unquestionably white Americans. Unquestionably. I mean, I'm not sure if you're aware of the hundred massacres that were conducted between the end of the Civil War and World War II that were directed against black communities throughout the United States, in which thousands of blacks were killed and the white terrorists appropriated black-owned property. So there, there's no segment of the population that has a greater history of violence than white Americans. So when you talk about these kinds of matters to me, you're actually mouthing a set of propagandistic claims that are made on the right in the United States, and they do not have a foundation in fact. All right, so, sorry. Up, oh, didn't work out so well for you there, but dude, fucking sorry. He's like, ah, oh, I read this shit on Twitter, and uh, I'm just going to repeat it uh, at at a university. And uh, I like the first answer where they, they ask the question, and the guy's like, no. <laughs> also, like that guy's fit a little bit, right? Like that, uh, there aren't too many people who can pull off a fucking suit and a beanie, but that 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 older gentleman certainly pulled off the suit and a beanie. But this is, yeah, this is what happens like when you have Twitter brain and then you end up talking to somebody who actually knows what they're talking about. Yeah, his look is cozy, but professional, as someone in the chat said. So, hey, everybody, this show is usually two hours these days, but uh, we did about an hour and a half this week. That's fine. Um, live viewers, don't go anywhere. We're, we've got some stuff for red light. And as you know, Sunday tends to go a pretty late uh, podcast listeners. We'll give this we'll give this out as a freebie. We give this show out as a freebie since it didn't since you didn't get your whole two hours. You can head on over to patreon.com slash echoplex and get the whole audio and video capture of this show. And um yeah, I don't know. I'm this whole time I've been producer Dave. Uh, you can find me on Grinder. This has been the Plex. And uh, make sure you check out our other shows and check out everything going on at our website, echoplexmedia.com. Uh, this is Boomers by Periscope. Change the color of the lights in this room, change the content of my drink. And let's go down the rabbit hole.
what we're doing at Echoplex and aren't into Twitch, please join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Echoplex. For $5, you can get every show from beginning to end sent to you as an MP3. Even the stuff we bleep out because it's too spicy for Twitch. Echoplex would not be where we are today if it wasn't for the community support we receive. Find out all the ways you can support the show at echoplexmedia.com slash support.